Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Chaotic Cast. We're back again with our second episode where we are going to be talking about all of the Chaotic TV show. Today, we are going to be doing Season 1, Episode 1, and Season 1, Episode 2. Welcome. Uh, is it Chaotic or Param? Welcome to the Chaotic, I think. Guys? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you guys leave me for a second? No, we didn't. I want to do this all alone. Oh, sorry about that. Alright. Okay, good. Okay, so... We're first going to start off with Season 1, Episode 1. So, we start off with a cold open to... Uh... With... Goku and a demon fighting. Goku. <laughs> Me, Max, or in Takinom? Yes. Uh, yeah, that you can also call him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harvey wow. Lady Fire. It's true because technically, because Goku. Goku. I'm trying to. Uh, Max or his voice actor is technically Sean Schemmel, aka the voice of Goku. True, yes. Funny so stuff. We see, we Funny stuff, with... actually. I, You remember I went on to his Twitch channel. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So we start off with them fighting, I think. I know now all of a sudden I'm drawing a blank on the entire episode. I should have taken notes. Uh, if I remember correctly, Maxor is running from Takinam, and then Takinam throws a flame orb at him, and he's just like, <gasps> and then we get, the, and then we get the the freaking the opening stinger. Just welcome to chaotic. Yeah, that's when um Tom he and then started like, playing. Oh, and then Tom fucking uh, what is it called when he all of a sudden jumps in? Yeah, he ported his code to Chaotic. Well, account. no, I, I'm trying but to remember what it was, because... She was at school. Like, That's me. Yeah, he was no, at no, school I, at that time. You guys are yeah. jumping a little too far ahead. Yeah. He's like, he's like, That's me. You're probably wondering how I got in this situation. Well, let me take you back to ten hours ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when, I was at my, when I was at my school, after, after class, playing Chaotic online, so, we learned that that Tom plays mostly overworlders, and he's he wins his first battle that we see, which mm -hmm. isn't surprising. He's the main character. Even though he had a uh, Drachness on his three-man team. Yeah. So, we get so he wins the battle, and then all of a sudden he gets chaotic mail, which. That's just the weirdest thing that you can get. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Giving him a code that... Honestly, I don't understand why he was so surprised that they gave him a code, seeing as how every card has a code. Yep. So, then we meet Tom's friend, Kaz, who freaks out that he got Chaotic Mail because that means he got his password to go to Chaotic. And... Apparently, Kaz has been spouting off about Chaotic and all the stuff you could do there. He's like, dude, you, you need to stop writing fanfiction. <laughs> you need to 
Remember to take your meds. So, he just blatantly ignores Kaz, which that's kind of a dick move. That's your best friend. So, we then cut to, I think we then cut to Tom at his house listening to music. When he gets mm-hmm. a voice call from Kaz, which, hey, this is 2006. How does he, how do they have the technology to do a voice call? How do they have the technology to make scammers? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. The Codemaster secrets, we don't talk about them. Or they'll shut up, shut down our podcast. <laughs> don't tell Codemaster Hardrock. <laughs> right. We're good people. So, so bad. Tom, anyway, Kaz scolds him, which he find, he's like, you should do your password because this is your only chance to do it. So Tom's like, fine, I'll do it. And as soon as he types in the password, he immediately shuts down. Which, I'm going to go on a tangent here. After he, after he types in the code and immediately shuts down and it locks him out of his deck, he, uh, he just decides to take his scanner and throw it in the trash immediately. What an idiot. Yeah, he was like, bye-bye, scanner. It's like, okay, I get the fact that you're a teenager and that you have a lot of stuff going on at the moment, but still, that thing thing probably costs a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. And you just immediately throw it out. It's like, I would at least take it to see if I could fix it. And we are told in later episodes that there are chaotic forums, and he does have a laptop with internet access. So why didn't he just go online and be like, scanner not working, why did happen? Exactly. Yeah. Overreaction. That's something I would have done, like, when I was in elementary school. Elementary school, but not high school. That's true. So, anyway, so he's like, but something did happen at that moment. And then we then we rewind again to Chaotic to the second he types in the code, and he immediately gets his code sent to Chaotic. And he immediately screams. Yes. Yeah, it is underwear, <laughs> which, which that technically is part of the plot. Yeah, yep. this, despite that having his, uh, his, uh, pajamas being, a. Uh, Cherry pattern. <laughs> oh, it's just a polka dot pattern, isn't it? I, I don't remember. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it's polka dots from what I can see. Yeah, I think that, that's that's your average cartoon underpants. Exactly. That or white boxers with hearts on them. Or that. <laughs> that's also true. Alright, so... And when he gets to chaotic, he immediately screams, which is the correct reaction. Yep. So, and then, uh-oh. Don't worry, Axel just returned. Axel's offline for me. Let me see. Axel? Hiya, buddy. He's typing. Axel. He lost connection. That's what he said. Uh. Oh, no. Hang on, we're gonna pause. And we're back. Okay, Act. we had touch and go for a second there. 
Alright, where were we? Oh, he got... So, Tom got the Chaotic, which... A, that would make anyone scream. But the second he gets there, he's immediately assaulted by a robot. <laughs> yeah. And she just he says something like... Gonna ignore that. Oh God! So he's like, "There's." So, he has one of my favorite lines of the episode, which is, uh, "Now is not the time for you to be screaming." <laughs> he also he immediately says, "I I figured." I'm trying to remember what he said. What Tom says immediately, he's like, "No way!" And he's, and the robot says. Can't you newbies find anything better to say than no way? Who's that, Sarah? What, wait, what? Who said that? Can't you newbies... Uh, that was the robot. Oh, that was the robot. Oh, I thought that was the player. Nope, that wasn't the player. The player, we'll get to the player in a second. So, then Cash shows up and he's like, You're lucky I heard you scream. Otherwise, I would have never been able to find you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a teenager walking around his, in his underpants would be able to be easy to find. Well, uh, you, don't, you don't know how other people show up the chaotic. That's true. They don't come prepared. <laughs> I want to see the guy that showed up to Kiyotis. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, and then in um, when the robot um welcomed Tom to Chaotic, Chaotic, like Tom screamed in fear. Yeah, he did. He was going like, ah! Oh God! Good God! All right, so. Kaz so Kaz escorts Tom to his first match, and he gives him no help whatsoever. That's true. He's, he doesn't tell him that he's gonna a become Maxor. <laughs> yeah. Like that. So we are immediately to. So we immediately get into the drone, and we learn that Tom's name, Tom's chaotic name, is Tom is Major Tom. Yeah, not the most creative when his last name is Majors. Well, it's, well, it was originally a reference to that one Elton John song. No, actually it was by David Bowie. It was a song yeah. called Space Oddity. I, I remember listening to that on the radio when my mom was driving. <laughs> Ground control to me. Okay, copyright. We can't sing that as we're going to get DMC date out of his face. Right. That's true. Yeah. All right. So we are then introduced to Sam something, aka Sam, Sam Shady. Shady. Yep. Sam Murakami, aka Sam Shady, who is the biggest douche. Well, one of them. One of the biggest douches. Speaking of douches, we actually saw we actually saw a little bit of uh. We actually saw a little bit of our main human antagonist. I kind of skipped over that part. Clay? Yeah, Clay. 
Mm. We'll talk about Clay in a bit. So, uh, so he's like, first time, and he's being really nice and personable. And it's like, yeah, I usually play a lot of Underworlders. And immediately Kaz jumps in and says, shut the hell up. Yep. Because why don't you just give him your entire deck? <laughs> yeah, so then Tom tries to pick his uh, Overworlders locations and um, let's see, his music. So he started picking Glacier Plains and then he picked Maxor and then the music he chose was Fortissimo. Yep, and his Malgear was the Aqua Shield. Yep, that's right. All right, so do you want to do the cards right now, or do you want to do the cards later? Uh, we can do it now, I guess. Good idea. Right. Mackenzie, you have Overworlders, so therefore you take that uh, door. Okay, I take... um. So all I have here is Lystone and Dina. And then for Danians, I also have um, Yondith. Oh. Can you tell us a little bit about Maxor? Hold on, what's he say? Can you tell us a little bit about Maxor? Oh, yes. Um, Maxor, he's this... Um, he is this green creature, you know, and he uh, looks more like a human overworld creature, but his um, hair looks more like uh, Goku's. And later in the uh, in the um, Marillion Invasion, he looks his hairstyle looks more like Vegeta's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Max was very powerful, like. One of his notable attacks is the Rock Wave. Alright. And when Tom chooses his Metal Gear, he chooses the Aqua Shield. That's right. And who has Battle Gear? That would be... Uh, that's me. Hang on, give me a second. Uh, it, when it is equipped to a creature, it has plus 5 energy, and you can sacrifice Aqua Shield to heal 15 damage to a target creature. In the show, the Aqua Shield is basically to dis used to dispel fire attacks, but... Yep. Even though the card was printed before any of the element proofs abilities were made... Is true. So, and uh, what's the music? Uh, the music is Fortissimo. That's what I said. Which it, does what? Which makes you uh like grow bigger. Yeah, in the show it makes you grow bigger. It's a generic music, so any creature can use it. But the card is target creature gains. Five to all their stats. Five courage, power, wisdom, speed, and energy. Yep. Until end of turn. Alright, and then Sam chooses Takina. Who, which, can I say that he had no reason to choose Takina? Really? 
because stacking out his ability wouldn't have helped him. Oh, that's true, yes. Takinav's ability is to sacrifice an underworld creature and heal 25 damage to Takinav. And he has Swift One, and they have a card text that says Takinav unearthed a shocking secret bond with her arch enemy's interest that she wisely kept from Kaor. Yep. And because Tom had was the new player, he got the first attack, and so the location that he randomized on his randomizer was the Glacier Plains. Which the Glacier Plains is going to be a mainstay of the series, and it's going to have some really important things go down. Yep, especially in Season 2. Yep, especially in Season 2. And Season 3, technically. That's true, yes. So the Glacier Plains is basically a frozen tundra wasteland in the overworld, and uh, it's as it's considered to be the harsh opposite of the lava pond in the underworld. And the card, uh, the initiative is power, so the creature with the highest power gets to attack first in the card game. And underworld music cards cost one additional uh, red underworld magician to cast. Yeah. So, therefore... Uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Okay, so, we got through all the cards. So, I want to talk about Sam. Sam had no reason to choose Takinam. The only reason why he chose Takinam was because she has boobs. <laughs> and she can fly. That's another... She can fly, but there are plenty of other Underworlders that can fly. Uh -huh. That's true, yeah. And then so I I am convinced that the only reason he chose Sam Shady Sam Shady chose talking about is because she has boobs and she is a woman. <laughs> yeah, just like interest. Yep. Yep, just like interest. Yep. Which also yeah. we gotta talk about Takinam a little bit because Takinam is one of gonna be one of our mainstays. Takinam is Basically, the right hand to KR. Along with Agitos. Along with Agitos, but we'll get to him when we get to him. Yeah, and um, her um, her appearance in season one, her uh, skin was colored red, but then uh, the uh, creators in season two they uh, changed her skin color to like like a dark yellow or something. Yeah. Yeah, to match the card better. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it makes sense. Alright, so we immediately start the battle, and Tom is freaked out because he is turning into Maxor. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, admittedly, is makes sense. So, so he kind of fumbles a little bit, until finally he grabs a... Until he falls off a cliff and grabs a branch, which he realizes he can use Maxor to his advantage. Because you, whenever you transform into a creature, you gain their memories, their reflexes, and their abilities. And Maxor has... Maxor knows Tundra, the tund, uh, Glacier Plains, pretty well. 
Ugh. I've been talking a lot. Which, can I just say... Okay, now I'm going to go off on another tangent here. So, the thing he... The thing Max... Tom grabs onto is a horn from a skeleton. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, can we just talk about how far they planned this ahead? From what I've heard from interviews and stuff like that, they had a 20-year plan for Chaotic. Oh, jeez. Wow. They had, Chaotic had the same amount of foresight as the MCU. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's insane. Yeah. So, and you can see it in this scene, because we will see this creature later in the flesh, because that is a war beast. We will not be introduced to War Beasts until Season 2. And we will not see this particular War Beast until Season 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes... Which is absolutely insane because they had the foresight to remember all that. And could you imagine if Chaotic didn't get cancelled? Yeah. Oh my god. We would still be getting new Chaotic content right now. Yeah. Yeah, we would like to see it um, continue from where it left off. That's that's actually the plan that Brian Gannon says that he wants to do. That's right. It's anyway. What, it's what Summer and Jack did. They uh, continued the show from where it left off. You know, yep. and hopefully Chaotic will do the same. Hopefully. Anyway, tangent over. So, we see Tom getting... His butt kicked, but he's starting to fight back. With a whole yeah. bunch of awesome attacks and such. Even though he started off with a snowball attack. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Which, to be honest, that's a really good thing to do against a fire demon. <laughs> Just chuck a snowball at them. Even though that snowball will have a literal snowball's chance in hell. Against a fire user like talking on. Well, yeah. it's just insult to injury. <laughs> he's playing the psychology. He's playing the psychological game. That, or he's just scared and dumb. Yeah. I- uh, a little bit of a little comedy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, eventually they fight, 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 and eventually Tom wins. Yeah. With the use of Fortissimo and uh, just grabbing, grabbing Tuckinum and then chucking her at a uh, mountain. Yep, which, that is, that's a way to go, ain't it? Yeah. Fucking heated <laughs> across, across the entire map. Exactly. <laughs> so... And that's how you basically do earth attacks. <laughs> that's how you win a chaotic. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so I I believe when they appear back in the drums, Tom is celebrating and Sam says beginner's luck. <laughs> He's probably seething. How did I lose to a newbie? How did I lose to a newbie? It's almost like I'm a dick. 
Yes, you are a dick, Sam Shady. We'll learn about how big of a dick he is in later seasons. Yep. Alright, so, uh, Tom celebrates with Kaz, and he's, and he's, and Kaz is finally explaining the rules of Chaotic. Mm-hmm. Which, as, which is, as soon as you teleport your code to Chaotic, your scanner shuts off and your deck is inaccessible. You can still use your cards, though, because those are physical things. And that's when I believe... And Tom, Tom goes, well, I hope not, because if my scanner broke, I'd probably throw it away like an idiot. <laughs> and then Kaz told him not to. If He's like, he, no, uh... you shouldn't do that. Right. If, if Tom doesn't uh, port back home to Chaotic... Like, from Chaotic, he'll stay in Chaotic forever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the noob that he Which is. Which, it makes me think, because there's gotta be a kid who died, and his code was still in Chaotic. Oh, you mean, like, um... Are you talking about Reggie 1? No, he well, got into that... a car... He got into a car Reggie accident, and die. he got... He got paralyzed from the waist down. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that because I have a I have a bone to pick about that in later seasons. Mm. We gotta save it. We have a whole bunch of episodes, and we can't just be doing it all in episode one. Yep. Right. Because if we just we're not doing seasons, we're doing shows. Right. All right. So Kaz immediately reports back. This. Oh wait, no. Kaz is like, I need to know a secret. Something that you would tell literally nobody. Right. And not that lame uh, secret when Tom went to ballet camp that summer. <laughs> Everyone knows about I that. I have questions. <laughs> he, was, he was probably just trying to do it to impress girls or whatever, pick up girls. His pro- well, his to be, well, to be honest, I actually kind of... Doing ballet. Doing, oh. Have Maxor doing ballet. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> but, uh... What secret did he tell him? Uh, I don't know. It it probably was not really on the show. Yeah, I don't think it was ever actually said. It was only... Yeah, it was Western, that's right. So he immediately ports back to the real world. And he... Amelia goes to uh, Tom's house, and she's just like, Tom, what'd you do with your scanner? He's like, I threw it away because I didn't throw it the code, and it broke. It's like, no, it didn't break. You did exactly what you were supposed to. He's like, oh, yeah, prove it. And he tells him the secret. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> so, they immediately, so they immediately run off to go find Tom's scanner, which is apparently in a junkyard. Because yep. apparently trash got picked up that day. He entered, he entered his code at midnight. Yep. But I mean, he ported... Which means that usually it was usually trash was picked up on Monday. Which means he was up at night at midnight on a, on a Monday. S- on a Sunday. Yeah, on a Sunday. So he had a school the next day. And also he was at school the same day.
Yeah, that's true. It probably happened Thursday night, and uh, then they did the thing. They went on their junkyard adventure on Friday morning. Yeah, it doesn't. Not not here. Not where I live. Well, where I live, um, uh, every Sunday I uh, take out the recyclables, and then the recycling truck, they, like, they take out the recyclables the next day. Uh, yeah. Maybe they had a Friday off. Yeah. Maybe they had a Friday off. I mean, some schools. I mean, that's do that. the only real option I could think of. So, uh, then we go back to Chaotic, and we are introduced to... Sarah! No, we're introduced to Chaotic. Oh, Clay, yes. I hate that and, guy. Well, he's supposed to be hateable. He's our main human villain, which... <sighs> Along with Priscilla, even though she hasn't appeared yet. So, we'll get into them in later episodes. Basically, what you should know is they should, probably should have been from banned, been banned from Chaotic years ago, but apparently for some reason they haven't been. <laughs> Which, I don't know, I guess it's okay to play dirty in Chaotic, I don't know. Yeah, he... We'll talk about how the Codemasters are inept in the Codemaster episode. Yep. Um, let's see what... Um... Let's see what uh, Clay thinks if he was um, nominated for a school superlative for uh, most likely to hack everybody's scanners. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> I mean, he seems like the type of guy that would like break everyone's scanner so only he could go to chaotic. And he's like, I don't understand why people don't want to play with me anymore. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, he's like, oh, actually, I have a way for you to get back home. So, he immediately puts his, his, puts his scanner into Lake... Kenapo. Lake Kenapo, and hits the thing, and it just chucks it. Yep. Which, Jesus. And, like... Doesn't Tom die for it? It's like, you threw away that scanner like two seconds ago, and you all of a sudden are diving for that thing. Yep. <laughs> so, for more information, Lake Kenapo is another overworld location. It is actually above the underworld location Everrain. And uh, the card is Mugic may not be targeted, so you can't even counter Mugic while this location is active. And the location is home to Nadrin's castle. That's where Nadrin lives. Yep. We'll get to Nadrin in a second. Yep. So, we... He immediately teleport. He immediately teleports there, which was when he meets our female protagonist of the story. Yeah, Sarah. He meets Sarah, Sarah there. 
Chaotic like Queen. Yes. Yep. Chaotic <laughs> Queen. Yeah. Would, Tom. would you like to tell us a little bit about Sarah? Yeah. Sarah. Tom, oh. Might have have a crush on Tom. I don't know. We'll get. We'll talk about that in uh, Scavenger Scans. Okay. <laughs> that's where it's most evident. <clears throat> so immediately when he teleports, he was. They. I feel like I'm talking a lot. Well, you're the leader, so. Well, I, I know I'm the leader, but still, you can. You're the play-by-play -play commentator, and we're just the analysts. That's fair. And in this corner, we have not the likes. And in this corner, we have. I'm losing his name right now. Mesmar. Mesmar. Nothalax and Mesmar. Yep. So, she... Basically, Sarah tackles Tom, which that's not compromising at all. <laughs> and he doesn't even have pants to protect him. Or f footwear, for that matter. He's barefoot. Or that, or that, which is... Ugh. So... Sarah says that she's been cabbing out here forever in hopes that she'll scan Nozalax. Which, I have a question. Why is she wanting to scan Nozalax? I don't know. Maybe for a water deck? Plus, what? I have another question. Why is she camping out in an overworld location? Underworlders. Yeah, exactly. Why is she camping out in an overworld location trying to scan an underworlder? Well, Nozalax is a, Nozalax is a spy. Yeah, he has a scout for the underworld. Yeah, probably their underworld scout, which means that, and since he can use water attacks, which I think Nazalax might have been like, uh, might have been like the child of a Marillion. Uh, the he could have been of Marillion descent. Yeah, like Crossectus, Mesmar, and Tidion. Yep. Anyway, the card Nazalax. Now the life has Recklessness 5, so when this creature attacks, it deals 5 damage to itself. And it, his card text says, Few Underworlders can swim, which makes Nazalax crucial to KO's maritime intelligence gathering. Uh -huh. Which is why he was camping out in Etherring, and which is why he went to groups like Kenapo. So... We have not the accidents. I like that. I like that. There's slang in chaotic. Because Sarah calls Tom a scan hog. <laughs> Even though she can also be a scan hog herself. At times, yes. So they camp out in there, and eventually, not the likes does show up, which is surprising. And he's immediately confronted by Mesmar. Mm -hmm. Tell us about Mesmar. 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 Mackenzie. Oh yeah. That's you. You're you're overworlders. Oh yes, Mesmar. Yeah, he's that. Um, he keeps that little like. Well, he's not really a Mepedian, but he's more like a sea monster type. Like, kind of like more. A mix, like an eel, I think. I see him as a seahorse. 
Yeah, like half seahorse, half eel, you know what I mean. Yeah, eel like merman. <laughs> merman. <laughs> yep. Yep. And he's got like three like uh, fins on his back. He's got three fins on his back and everything else. So. Yeah. They are scan So Mesmar and Navalex are fighting. Yep. The fun fact about uh, Mesmar, he is actually Antidion's brother. For, for real? Oh, yeah. really? Hmm. Yeah. And. Which is kind of weird because Antidion is a duck man. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. Look, look, look. We don't talk about their mother's escapades, okay? That's true, yes. <laughs> I mean, Akinam and Intress are supposedly sisters. Right. Takinam and Intress. Supposedly, they're, that, they're sisters. I don't think that's confirmed. They say they share a bond, but they're not necessarily sisters. It is theorized that they're sisters. Theorized, okay. You gotta, you gotta do that because we aren't, we don't want to spread misinformation. We don't want to be fake news. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get back to that episode. Yeah. Yep. Let's get Not right back to the versus episode. Mesmar, the battle of two water scouts. Yep. So, to be honest, Nathalex is doing pretty well for himself. Yep. And Sarah is able to get a, a scan of him. To get a scan of him. I would like to point out a miss by the show. Okay. So when she scanned him, it showed on the card that Nothlax can also use fire attacks. Like it also had <laughs> a fire symbol. Well, he might have had battle gear that we didn't know about. Hmm. That's true. Also, yeah, yeah, you can mute. You can see you could see him using fire attacks, which if he was going to a Lake Kenapo, where Nazarin is known to be held, you would think he would want to come prepared. That's true, yeah. Also, it might also technically, since cards can usually be different upon the conditions of the creature, yep. he might have just given himself a music and all of a sudden yeah, he exactly. attack for a small bit. Which that's really which I think is really interesting because you can have like a temporary thing for a creature, but if you scan it, that's permanent. Uh, I in season two, that would be a, I would say it's a bit different because of the Rasmus situation. Because remember, um, but technically, technically, that was permanent. Uh, that's it just true, it didn't happen until he was in the castle. True, but remember in the game, he was regular Rasmus, and then he uh, got infected, well, still infected, and, and then turned into a assimilated Rasmus. Yeah, like a Danian. But 
That's true. Yes. Yeah, he went on a scan quest to get like once, like once in a lifetime scans. That's true. Yes. All right. So, Nodlax is kicking Mesmar's butt. And so Tom decides he's gonna be the big damn hero, and he takes a stick, and he hits Nothlax in the leg, which the stick immediately breaks. And now Nothlax has a new target: this yep. stupid human. Which I find it kind of funny. There is one of the funny moments where Tom tries to use attacks, <laughs> and it doesn't work at all. <laughs> He's just waving his hands. He's like, uh, uh, rock wave, rock wave, rock wave. Uh, oh, it, that doesn't work for me here, does it? No. So, uh, which, but still, it gives Mesmar enough time to escape. Or is that, or is that when Natherin shows up? Uh, well, Nathalax tries to basically barbecue uh, Tom and Sarah tackles him out of the way and is like <laughs> explains to him if you, you, get fried, you you stay fried here. This is real life now. Not the game. You die in the game, you die for real. You die out here, you die for real. And then Nazarin shows up, which Mackenzie, tell us about Nazarin. Okay, um so he's this uh, wizard-like creature, and he sort of looks like um, a mix between Dumbledore and Gandalf. With blue skin. Yeah, that's right. And funny thing is, when I was watching Codemaster Hard Rock's video, um, Mark Thompson said that his um, voice of Nadarin sounds like his impression of Gandalf. Which apparently Najran has the force. Oh god. He does. <laughs> because we get to see how just how strong music users are because Nodlax immediately focuses on Najran because he recognizes that he is the main threat here. That's true, yes. And he just and Najran is just like, no. No, no, no attacks for you. We're just, I'm not feeling it. And, and I'm going to send you back to the underworld. Peace. And you go back to the underworld where you belong. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then Mazumar is just like, Mazumar talks to him. He's like, no, you can't let him get away. He's seen things like Nadrin, which says something that he's kind of like the mentor character, kind of. He's like, yep. He has seen nothing but bravery from unexpected places. And then he casts like a song of... Song of rejuvenation? I believe, yes. Which just, I think it just heals 25 damage. Yeah, I believe that's what it does. Uh, so... The thing is, so... Uh, I can't... I need to look up what he says. I don't remember exactly what it says. I'll try to find like an edit and I'll edit the video in. But he says something, but yeah, I'm getting off track here. Uh, so he heals him. Sarah gets a scan of Mesmar. Mm-hmm. To replace the Completely healed Mesmar, one. which she introduces the fact that 
the scanner can only hold one type of each card. Yep. Before you hold lock it one in. location, one creature, one music, and one battle gear. Attacks come with creatures, so you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So, and that's when Tom tries to scan Nazarene. He's like, nope. My first, my first Nazarene is like, many treasures await those who brave the wonders of Param. And then Tom is just like, oh, cool, so I can scan you? And he's like, and then... He, like, hits the pause button. Nazarin uses the force to freeze Tom in place. Yeah, he is paralyzed. He's like, I'm afraid you're going to have to work for that, Tom. <laughs> Which, I don't think, think Nazarin ever heard Tom's name. Who knows? But he knows because of stuff we'll find out in season three. Yep. So, and that's the episode. Well, that's actually the episode. We get we cut back to the real world where Tom is, where Tom and Kaz are digging through trash, desperate to try to find his scanner. And Kaz is like, "Oh, look what I found!" He's like, "My scanner? No, it's 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 a it's a Star Trek knockoff." Mm. And that's when they see the scanner on a conveyor belt heading to a compactor. Yep. Which, that's not horrifying at all. Exactly. And Tom, being the quick-thinking chap he is, he immediately grabs this, he immediately grabs that little action figure and just shucks it. And hits the scanner off the conveyor belt. And then, so then they go pick it up, and we see the little red light beeping on top of it. Which means that Sarah got a... Uh, Tom out of Param, back to Chaotic, and sends his code back to the real world. Is offering to send his code back to the world, and Tom is really nervous about it. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what to do. And Kaz is just pressing, just like, press the damn thing. <laughs> so finally he presses it, and then we see the, the usual uh, code being transferred. We see the battle, we see... I think we see Clay, we see and we see Nozlax, and then he's just like, oh my god. I've had an opinion. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Kaz, I am so sorry. <laughs> Which, I like that. I like that he was like, oh, I've been a dick this whole time. <laughs> Kaz, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to be a dick. I just couldn't believe you at the moment, but now that now that you've finally seen it, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Which, it's it's uh it's pretty good. It shows Tom is it shows that Tom's pretty honest to people. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie, anything to add? Yeah. So, and when they um when they arrived at the trash can, um, Kaz uh holds a small toy, and then he throws it at a scanner to keep it off of the crusher. He already went through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that crusher was about to, um... We already covered that, Mackenzie. Oh, yeah. And then, um... <laughs> when Tom tried to port back home to, uh... We got that, Chaotic, too. he finally, um... We got that as well. 
Mackenzie, are you on a delay or something? Oh, sorry. Um, anyway. Were you listening at the end, um, Tom, Tom told Kaz all about his greatest moments in Chaotic. And um, Kaz was saying, what's a Sarah? And then Tom oh, yeah. said, not. <laughs> said that. Yeah. What's a Sarah? And, and then uh, Tom said, not, not what, who? Which, which that, that kind of set the precedent for Kaz where he thinks the stupid things are, where he thinks the common things are attacked and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's the end of the episode. What do you guys think? I think it was good. Yeah. It was a, it was a fairly decent start to a pretty good show. Yeah, even though we found out our main protagonist is pretty stupid. <laughs> He's a himbo. <laughs> well, you got the point. He's he's very inept, it seems. He's very smart at a lot of things, but very dumb at other things. He's a human. Unfortunately. Uh-huh. He's damn good at battling. He knows how he knows how people think and but he's not great at other stuff. He's not great at patience. Which he will learn in this series. He will learn how to be patient. Hopefully. Well he does, and I have the maelstrom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the episode. That's that's everything. You guys want to sign off? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, um, this is Mackenzie Wachter. Take care of you guys, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Next episode, which is. I'm stalling for time because I didn't have this ready. Uh, unexpected, where we will meet the fourth member of the gang. Yep. And we will see a new adventure for Kaz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this episode. <laughs> I forgot about what happens in this episode. Because this episode also sets up episode four. Yeah, where he faces off against Herculeon. Oh no, I I was thinking of episode five then. Yeah, that that sets up. Is that set up episode five or does it set up like? It sets up Kaz's three v three versus Clay. Three v three versus Clay. I don't. I think that's yeah the Bile Driver episode. Are you talking about Duel Duel? No, uh, we'll talk about it, uh, next week. Fair. Oh, you're talking about, oh, no, I remember, you're talking about, like, Lord of, no, not Lord of Treachery. No, I'm talking about Vile Driver versus Vile Driver. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't think that's, what episode actually is that? Oh, yeah, that is Crash Force. Yep. All right. Uh, this is Bryce Hyman signing off. 
Basically, Bye. Swoop signing off. And Mackenzie already said her goodbye. Bye.